Welcome to Cash Call. Listen live as expert sales trainers give actionable feedback on real calls while you learn coaching tips directly from the professionals. Hey, everybody, come on in. Cash Call's getting ready to get started. Me and Brian are back. Uh, I'm wearing a, a hat because, you know, I can't, it, it's the hair sometimes just overwhelms people. Can't be too much. You know what I'm saying? Like you all need a break from it occasionally. Uh, so you get to see me in a Puma hat. Uh, let me see if I can get this live on Facebook. Let's see if Facebook is going to cooperate today. All right. Well, Dale, I've missed you. Like we haven't seen each other for two weeks. Um, I was on vacation. You were on vacation and uh, I, I missed hanging out with our crowd. I miss you too, buddy. I uh, I don't know what to do without you. Somehow <laughs> I don't think, I muddled think that's true, but that's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like we're streaming on Facebook. We are streaming on Facebook. Oh my God. Things have actually worked today. That's fantastic. So Cash Call, everybody, Dale Archdeacon, Brian Curtis, back for another week. Good to see you all. I am broadcasting live from a fancy little quiet pod somewhere in an undisclosed beach town uh, in New Jersey. Uh, Excellent. Yes. So that's that's why I have a, a nice felty background here. Uh, so the call that I have for today, actually, it's funny. Um, this uh, person, Seb Fry, actually uh, messaged us and said, hey, you know, I primarily work sellers and a lot of cash calls around buyer calls, but, you know, it'd be great if we could get some seller stuff. If not, I'm going to keep listening. So thanks, Seb. Turns out, ironically, I actually have a seller call today. And uh, this agent pulled a power move. So this is one of our, this is one of our clients. And it is one of those uh, home valuation leads, right? Oh, nice. So she was late getting to it. There's been a bunch of other people that have called. And so just listen to the power move up front and then we'll, we'll talk about it. And I can even play what, what happened later on uh, to talk about that. Right. So let me, let me share my screen and we'll get started today. There we go. So when I hit play, let me know if you can hear it. Hello. Hi, is this Kathleen? It is. Hey, my name is I'm the owner of and we got a notification from effective agents that you might be looking for. I don't know what your home's value is or potentially looking to sell. Yeah, but I've heard from, from a couple today, so I probably don't need your help, but I appreciate you. Well, can I tell you a 30-second elevator pitch why I would be the best choice? <laughs> Sure. Okay, great. So I live. So she's going to go on with the power move, and we can listen to what that sounds like. What do you think, Brian? Like just like that, man. You know, I'll tell you what. I I want to just say congratulations. Like, you know, at the end of the day, I used to say this in a different sales job that I was in. When you're done, throw the hail mary. Like you can't lose. You've already lost. You can't lose twice. Like you're not gonna get not get the sale twice. So throw a hail mary. And I love it. Hey, can I? Can, I appreciate that. But you know, can I just do a thirty second elevator pitch? I love it. I don't know if I'd use that exact same verbiage, but rock and roll. That's that's what more people need to do. No is not an acceptable answer. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, it, within my company specifically, we talk and train around being able to articulate your value proposition, right? She was able to pull that off because she's prepared to be able to do something like that. And there are a lot of salespeople, a lot of agents who aren't prepared to do something like that because they've never practiced doing something like that. So one, if you can practice something like that, 
you're going to have that power move that you can pull when you need to. And sometimes you and I both know you have to, right? In light, in lieu of that, sorry, if you don't have that and you're not practiced, I just want to give some people some options. So what you could have done is maybe asked a question, right? And she said, yeah, I've already spoken to a lot of other agents, so I, I don't think I'm going to need your help. You could go with an open-ended question, something like, oh, got it. Okay. And so what was the result of the conversations you had? I'm just turning it back around and using an open-ended question, or I could even use the closed-ended question, something like, oh, got it. So have you chosen an agent to list with, right? Uh, that's a closed-end question. So either of those are good to be able to move that conversation forward, get there and move it. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Yeah, you just you need to do something to move the conversation forward. And I love what she did. I love what you're saying. Um, some other options might just be something like, um, hey, out of curiosity, what was the number one thing that an agent said to you that you that you thought was a great idea? Yeah. And, yeah. and, and yeah, just kind of, it's kind of a discovery question and maybe they'll tell you and then you can go, oh, great. I do that, too. By the way, I also do this and this and this and this and this and this. Right. You know, uh, one thing that I'm thinking, she just said, hey, can I give you a 30 second elevator pitch on um, why you should choose us or whatever? You know, Brian, in the past, you've trained around um, when you said, hey, I'm sure that your agent has shared with you their buyer advantage program or whatever it is. Right. So let's say that you have one and we can we can use some of what Brian teaches and has done in the past into the face of that, hey, I've already spoken to a bunch of them and I don't I, I don't need your help. Oh, that's fantastic. So I assume that you're comparing listing agent offers. Is that correct? Yes, I am. Great. Would you like to consider ours as well or something like that uh, yeah. in order to, you know, that's just a little fancier version of can I tell you why you should work with us? Yeah, you know, and you could, if you have a seller VIP program or something like that, you might just in... The script that that uh, we would use, and we did it on buyer side, seller side is the same. Is uh, you know, so I'm sure that person, the people you're interviewing, told you about an amazing some of the amazing offers they have, right? Well, what do you mean? No, they haven't told me about any offers. They just said they would come over and list my house. Oh, really? Because you mentioned earlier, you know, you you are are you going to buy a house too? Oh, yeah. You know what? We've got a program that'll save you up to ten thousand dollars if you work with us buying and selling. Is that something you're interested in hearing about? Holy crap. How are we starting? Now we're talking about $10,000. Now, between you and me, you and the fence post, you had to spend about $3 million between buy and sale to make $10,000. But it's a thing. I mean, I don't know how big a house they're going to buy. So, you know, we just, yeah. you know, it's one of those deals where if you work with me on the buy side and the sell side, I'll give you a discount. And, you know, up to $10,000 is what ours was. So that's great. Uh, I want to hear what her, her pitch is. Let's, uh, let's play this. Yeah, but I've heard from, from a couple today, so I probably don't need your help, but I appreciate you. Well, can I tell you a 30-second elevator pitch why I would be the best choice? <laughs> I love it. Sure. Confident. Okay, great. So I live in Farmound. Most of our sales are in Farmound and Highland Village. Um, if you look at our team of online, we have 137 five-star reviews that we've gotten in less than five years. Good for um, you. I, thank you. Thank you. Um, I'm actually a recovering attorney. Um, I practiced law for nine years before nice. I got into real estate, and I passionately love it. I have a small, what I call Navy SEAL team 
Uh, we are the right. best of the best agents. And so I know Highland Village forwards and backwards and exactly where your house is. Um, and I think it would be worth meeting us to see if we are better than some of the other All right. agents that you may have so, talked to already. Power statements, <laughs> right? Value proposition. She put it together and hold off her tongue for the people that are listening to this. Um, I would love to call you up and say, why should I list my house with you instead of the other 5,000 agents in your market? And if you can get somewhere close to that, your own power statement, your own value proposition, if you have that, it, it is a very, very powerful tool to be able to use. And here's the thing, and I love where she went. I don't know if I've done the exact same thing. It doesn't matter, but here's what it is. She had a 30 second pitch. Yeah. Most agents don't. I'm sorry, but I I I can go to the hundred agents and just ask them, "What's your 30 second elevator pitch?" And they'll go, "Well, um, I'm uh, they don't have it because yeah. she only had 30 seconds." Now it's interesting. I'm looking at this 30 seconds ago. The person said, "I want to get off the phone." Right? She yep. kept her on the phone for 17 more minutes. And a half, 17 and a half minutes. Oh, yeah, I got you. 17 more. I get I'm not good yeah. with the math. 17 yeah, more minutes. Yes, you're right. Yeah. This yeah. is a person who said, no, thank you. Yeah. Politely. She was very nice. Like, she wasn't yeah. like, I'm sick of your freaking agents calling me. Leave me alone. She was like, look, I, 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 I've talked to everybody already. I'm good. And, and yeah. I understand that. Like, you know, like, expired's a good deal with that. You're the 17th agent who's called me today. But I right. love, she... That, that little 30 second deal that she did there bought her 17 minutes. I'm assuming something good happened, but yeah. if not, at least she had a chance. Yeah, something good happened. Uh, and so what I want to go, I want to listen to this now. So she did her pitch, right? And then she's going to wait and let's see where this goes. I'm curious whether the agent asks another question or directs the conversation or the agent waits for the lead to respond to what she just said. I'm curious what happens next. So I'm gonna play it. Cool. Well, can I give you my elevator pitch? Yes, please. <laughs> nice. My husband and I have been in the mortgage business cumulatively for, well, I've been in 40 years. He's been in 33 years. Oh, so, and, yeah. You know, the hardest part about trying to sell your house when you're in the mortgage business. I've definitely business heard that about a million If you don't times, use somebody so, that right? uses you, you're in trouble. Hey, Dale, you hit pause. I don't uh -huh. know if you did that. Okay. <laughs> and then you can oh, only use playing. one. Yeah, and so no matter it. what we do. So he's mad at us. So I always say to him, we should use somebody we don't know that they don't know and, and, and go that route. So that's kind of where we're sitting right now. But trying wow. to get an idea. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that makes perfect sense to me. I know the dynamic, and that is so. That must be very tricky. <laughs> but it's very hard. It's very, very hard. You know, I mean, we send the ones. You know, we obviously send a lot of referrals. We do business with. But um, when it comes to our own house, we did that when we moved here. It was kind of we we had an issue over who you know who was doing it. But you know, we've been here 23 years, so we haven't had to deal with it that long. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so she goes into more discovery, talking about the woman, and then all way, way, way down at the end, uh, she says, well, you know, a big issue is where are we going to go next? So basically, the you know, yes, she has to worry about who she's going to list with or this difficulty around knowing too many real estate agents, but the underlying issue for this woman about moving forward 
really is the, where are we going to go next? We haven't identified a home. And so uh, this agent now has a good relationship with this person and mm -hmm. they are working together to, to find something and locate something to move into. So, you know, it's uh, a great example of that. And she never really addresses the who should we list with because she builds so much rapport in the in the conversation and they and they click that she didn't have to. Yeah, it's it's funny. Um, you know, I, I believe this happens all the time. And here's what I mean by that. By this, a person does a good job in a moment and everything that happened prior to that, the client lead forgets it. Yeah. Like I had a client do this to me. So I drove by their house that I sold them and it was the third or fourth transaction we'd done together. And he had called me and we'd gone and looked at houses. It was a foreclosure. So we'd gone and looked at houses like three or four months before that. So he knew my phone number. He remembered to call me and I drove by his house and somebody else signs in the yard. And I called him up. I'm like, Jim, it's Brian. He goes, Brian, how you doing? Like, it wasn't like, oh shit, I don't want to talk to Brian. I listen to my house to somebody else. He was like, how's it going? Like we're buddies still. And I'm like, I, hey, I actually showed your house yesterday. What, you know, did I do something wrong? He's like, Oh no, man, we were at an open house and the listing agent, they da 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 da. And before he knew it, he listed his house with that guy. I, I feel like if I had called him the day before, he'd have listed his house with me. But it was, and it happens, is what I'm saying. Like even somebody who I've got a good long term relationship with, this woman clearly knows she's been in the mortgage business for 40 years. I think she said she knows a couple of real estate agents. This is not the yeah. issue. This woman just managed to build rapport, build relationships, ignore the elephant in the room that the woman knows 40 freaking real estate agents or 400 or however many it is and just move forward. And uh, awesome, awesome job. Yeah, yeah, great job. Great call to you. Buttons up well, it does all that other stuff well. Uh, what do you got for us today, Brian? Um, sorry to your, uh, the person who said I wanted more sellers. I, I, I wasn't in the loop and honestly, I don't have as many seller calls as buyer calls. So I've just got a buyer call, but there's some, it's some good stuff in it. And I just want us to listen to it. Now I fast forward through about 12 seconds. So you're not going to hear the exact intro, but I, I, I wasn't as techy as Dale was today. So we're not going to hear the beeps and the, so I, I have figured out the power of my assistant and my assistant knows how to make the beep thing. And I figured out she knows how to turn the volume up too. So it's pretty amazing. I still have to help you out. I, it's, it's not an issue of that. It was an issue that uh, I was in a time crunch and didn't have time to get it to somebody. So I got to do it the old way. <laughs> All right, yeah, here I we go. I don't know how to do the beep. By the way, this is a Zillow call. Roger, how are you doing today? I'm good, how are you? Well, so I see that you're interested in the property at um, 817 North Lakeview Drive. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Okay. Um, do you have any questions or would you like to see it in person? Yeah, we were just hoping to see it in person. Okay. What time works for you? So I'm going to stop there. This is a question that a lot of agents ask. Ask a better question. You know, is today better for you or tomorrow better for you? Is the morning or the afternoon better for you? Something like that. It, sometimes people know the answer to that question. Oh, I want to see you today at five o'clock. Sometimes they're just like, I, I don't know. And you're creating tension for them. Give them, give them a choice. And it seems like a really simple thing, but give them a choice. Yeah, I prefer, I prefer to start with when I can show it because if I'm looking at my schedule, it, you know, if I'm busy, 
I want to take the shot at controlling it first. And if they won't let control it, then I'll let them tell me when works for them. Right. If they yeah. shoot me down, then I'll let them, I'll negotiate with them, if you will. But right. I mean, I want to be clear. Yeah. I want to be clear to the audience that I'm not saying I'm going to let my schedule stand in the way. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to see if I can direct it first to something that's convenient. Yeah. So I've got, I've got time today between three and five or tomorrow between four and six, which of those works better for you? Great. Neither of those, neither of those work for me. Yeah. Neither of those. Okay. What would work uh, for you, right? Which days and times would work for you? Right. And by doing that, again, I've taken the pressure off Dale and I've talked about this before when we talk about current tense questions. I know it seems simple. When would you like to see it? Should not theoretically cause stress. But sometimes it does. It's kind of like, you know, Dale, you'll probably do this this evening and I'll do it this evening. What are we going to have for dinner? I don't know. What do you want for dinner? I don't know. Well, don't don't make it into a dinner conversation. I hate that. I hate loop. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I'm going to play a little bit more. Um, are you good today or does it need to be during the week? Um, yeah. So you see what happened there? Now she's like, oh, are you good today? It was clearly on the weekend. Right. Hmm. What does my schedule look like for the end of today? Do you have time available tomorrow, or? Um. Yeah, tomorrow evening we could. Okay. Um. What tomorrow at? Oh, you know. Okay. Um. What What time works best for you tomorrow evening? Uh, it couldn't be. It'd have to be like five thirty or so. That's perfect. Will 5.30 be good, or would you like it a little later? Well, here's the other thing I want to point out. We are minute and 17 seconds into this phone call. Now, granted, I fast-forwarded through 10 seconds of it. It doesn't take that long to make an appointment. Yeah, Keep it simple. Long. Yeah, it's taking a little long. And, and, you know, he makes the appointment, and it works out. But my point is, it doesn't always. People get frustrated. They get irritated. They do. And you're, is this going to cost? you every time no didn't cost them this time but this is the little thing that takes you from 80 percent to 99 percent, in my opinion yeah i'd like to hear what he does after he actually books the appointment here we go um no i think that should work okay i will meet you out there at 5 30 tomorrow um what about this property like like caught your eye uh we like the mid-century feel of it okay yeah it is beautiful Needs a little bit of work, huh? Yeah, yeah, it does, it does. <laughs> okay, and then do you currently own or do you currently rent? No, we currently rent. You currently rent. Okay, awesome. So are you going to do the work yourself or are you going to um, get someone to do the work? How do you see that unfolding? Probably both. Pause. Probably both. So he's not following ALM. Do we care no. about whether he's following that or not? Okay. Uh, does it matter that he's not? It's not the end of the world. <laughs> it's gonna impact, it's gonna impact what I say next if we don't care whether he is or not. I, I I'm okay either way. Um, to be honest, so go ahead. Okay. So if she's a renter, this is most likely her first home purchase and a huge opportunity to celebrate and build rapport with her because that's usually an exciting thing. And he just kind of went right over it, continuing on with his discovery. Um, it, it's, uh, you know, one of the things that I'm currently working with several different students on is taking those rapport building opportunities when they pop up, 
because it's a freebie, right? You get to yes. do it, you get to celebrate, and you get to break the monotony of the salesperson monologue of questions. So Dale, let's just say, let's let's just role play that real quick. So I'm like, yeah, um, no, I rent. Oh, that's great, Brian. Is this going to be your first purchase? Yeah, um, well, yeah, it's our first purchase. Wow, that's fantastic, man. That's super exciting. Are you guys pumped about about buying your first home? Yeah, a little bit nervous, but excited at the same time. Yeah, that's pretty normal. I was too. I was terrified when I bought my first house. Turned out to be the best thing I've ever done. And I'm so happy to be able to help you do the same thing. Now I'm going to roll into another question. Yeah. Celebrate stuff. So. Yeah, exactly. Enjoy it. I mean, you know, part of what we're constantly hammering on is, you know, be a business partner with your people, like be, be it's collaborative. It's not adversarial. So if they're making a big decision, a big life decision, big life change or whatever it may be, and it's a happy one then celebrate it with them. You don't have to be afraid of that stuff. It helps break up what you're doing as a salesperson because we can hear him just sort of methodically going through his questions. And even he sounds a little bored. Yeah. So I, I lost Dale yeah. for a second. Oh, there you're back. Okay. You froze for a second. I think I think your closet's hurting your your um your internet there a little bit. I'm I'm in the closet of shame, is what it is. The, the closet of shame. Okay. And moving on, I'm gonna play a little bit more and then we'll we'll button this up. We got a little bit of both. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, have you spoken with a lender yet? No, we have not. Okay. All right. And then do you have, um, do you know what? This is a big one, especially with first time buyers. Oh, uh, did you hear the way that she responded to that question with her answer? It was almost like it was a little bit of embarrassment, like she hadn't done something right. And so you want to make that okay. Hey, have you spoken to a lender yet? Or are you guys just getting started? That piece will make it okay. And then when she, she says, no, we haven't yet. Hey, no problem. That's where everybody starts, right? Make her right. Make it okay. It may not have had any bearing on this conversation, but you don't know when it's going to have a bearing on it until it's too late and you lose the piece of business or they start ghosting you. Yeah. And by the way, like we have a preferred lender. I'm sure the majority of our listeners have a preferred lender. And you know, it's funny, we had a conversation about preferred lender today on our team meeting, but it's not about getting that guy business It's part of it, but that's not what it's really about. What it's really about, especially with a first time home buyer, I want to make sure I got a lender knows what the heck they're doing. I don't want this person calling Quicken and Quicken goes, how much money do you make? Oh, they make this much money. Great. How long you been in a job? Great. Awesome. You're pretty approved for $4 million. And then you find out that they, they can't afford to pay attention. And, and that kind of stuff happens every day. Yeah. And so, but here's the other key. Remember, one of my things about sales that I think people have forgotten over time is it's not how it benefits me, it's how it benefits them. So Susie, that's, that's great you haven't spoken to a lender. Sometimes people get stuck with these lenders who don't know what the heck they're doing. There's a lot of good lenders out there. But what I want to do is I want to connect you with our lender who specializes in working with first-time home buyers. They know all the all the pitfalls, all the problems, all the, all the advantages of that stuff. And they will hold your hand through this process because 
because I don't know about you, but I was really stressed out when I bought my first house. And so we want to make sure, and we work as a team. So as a team, we will make sure that we coordinate everything for you. It'll be very simple for you. As a matter of fact, we even have a title company that we work with. So ultimately, all you have to do is pick the house. Doesn't that sound like a good process? Oh yeah, that sounds great. Now I went from, oh my God, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do to Brian's going to do everything for me. All I got to do is pick the house. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, guide these people, make it okay, make it easy for them and make it okay that they're wherever they are in their process. That will go a yes. long way to making them more comfortable with you. Because and, and, yeah. you, we, you can't forget we're salespeople and they don't forget that we're salespeople, right? And so the more that you can make them comfortable, make it right, they're in the right place, doing the right thing, uh, that takes down that tension level, uh, that stress uh, between the consumer and the salesperson. 100%. All right, let's just see how he finishes this up and then we will uh, finish up. We can set that up too. You can either just text or call me and I can set. Okay. If there's any other, if there's any other houses you want to go and see after this one, we can set that up too. You can either just text or call me and I can set it up for you. Okay. Perfect. All right. Thank you so much. All right. Awesome. All right. Thank you so much, Tabitha, uh -huh. and yeah. I will, I'll see you tomorrow. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye. Okay. All right. Uh, you know, I think the only other thing that I would add in there is, you know, he might say, hey, you know, when you may have other agents call you, you can let them know that you're already working with so-and-so from Curtis Realty, right? Uh, Curtis Realty Group. And uh, just uh, to give her the scripting, you want to script her so she knows what to say when they call, if they do. Yeah. And then also I add this, guys, I'm just going to assume I'm working in Arkansas because that's where this lead is. I can literally help you buy any house in the state of Arkansas, whether that you just drive by a house and you see a, a for sale sign. If you see a for sale by owner, heck, if you see a house that doesn't even seem like it's for sale, I want them to know that I'm their agent, especially a first time home buyer. If I don't tell them to call me, if they see a house, you know what they're going to do? They're going to call this. They're going to call the agent on the sign. Why wouldn't you like, you know, think about it. If you're going to buy a car, I'm at the Chevy dealership and then I, I drive by a Ford dealership. I'm not going to call, call the guy at Chevy. Right. So, and I'm not saying that the direct analogy, but at the end of the day, especially first time home buyers, why would they know that you're not supposed to call the listing agent? They don't know. They don't that. know how it works. No. Yeah. They, and they either, they either don't know how it works or they have misconceptions about how it works. Yes. I mean, and here's the thing. I don't know how other industries work. I mean, I have an idea, but why, like, you know, if, if I went to an engineering firm to have them do some engineering for me, I've got no need for that. I wouldn't know how the hell that works and go, oh, I should do this. They're like, no, we don't do it that way. I, I wouldn't know. But as real estate agents, and I think the general public kind of feels this way too, everybody understands. I'm going to tell you, there's an extremely high percentage of people out there who do not understand how buying and selling works with agents. They just don't. So yeah. we cannot take the chance of not educating them because if not, they're going to hang up and say, okay, Bob's a really good guy. Yeah, I like him. Okay, let's look at the next house and let's call Sue. You know, yeah. and, and it happens all day, every day in our industry. It does, unfortunately. Uh, all right, everybody, got to end for today. Thank you so much for joining me and Brian on Cash Call because we love doing this for all of y'all. Uh, come and see us next week again. Dell will be out of the shot, the closet of shame next week. So it'll be all no right. Closet of shame. I might even do my hair for you people who are watching this on Zoom or Facebook. There you go. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. See you next week.
Thanks for listening to Cash Call today. If you like what you heard, come check us out at smartsalescoaching.com and we'll be back again next week.